Ladies and gentlemen, we are approaching our station at the entrance to Main Street, USA, gateway to the seven theme lands of the Magic Kingdom. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Welcome back to Behind the Dreams. My name is Jordan Wiegand, and with me, as always, is Jack Seeprasad. How are you, Jack? Uh, doing good, especially since I just got my undergraduate degree this past weekend. So finished that, have a degree. So now we can finally get back to talking about Disney. <laughs> yeah, congrats. Yeah, if everybody was like, "What? why is there no shows recently? Uh, Jack's been super busy trying to make sure he gets this degree. Um, which I don't blame him for. So that way he does not have to rely on the podcast uh, <laughs> for a career going forward. Um, but yeah, so, it, you know, it's been a while. I think our last one was like New Year's. Uh, yep, so about like that, almost half a year. It did fly by, though. Uh, but there's a lot of news that we are going to be catching up on. Um throughout the uh that from the time that we missed uh so something that broke like last week was five updates that were coming in 2024 to make your visit easier this is you know from walt disney they made this graphic um scott gustin tweeted out i think the disney account tweeted it out um but so so the first thing's First thing is removing theme park reservation requirements for date-based tickets. So a date-based ticket is, you know, you go down there, you say, I'm buying a five-day pass, and it's good for only a certain amount of time. That's a date-based ticket. So no more would you need a reservation. You could just walk up to the ticketing counter and say, hey, I want to get in here. And what they had changed recently, after we had stopped recording recently as well, was maybe like February where if you like bought a it was like if you bought a ticket for the day you were there they would automatically make the reservation for you because this is what was dumb about reservations is that you could buy the ticket and then still not have a reservation <laughs> yeah which makes the ticket a little annoying to have to use then <laughs> yeah yeah because well you can't even use it you're like right. i bought this ticket i don't have a reservation so you, you could conceivably have had somebody buy a ticket at the ticket counter and try to go use it and they'd be like sorry you don't have a reservation and the guy <laughs> would have been like but my ticket is the reservation isn't it that's why i bought a ticket and they'd be like no you had to buy a separate you know add a reservation now they're saying guess what if you walk up that day no reservation needed at all which is good. It will make planning uh, trips a lot easier. Will also reduce the burden of you know the knowledge you need to successfully plan a Disney trip, right? Because you know you shouldn't need you shouldn't need an undergraduate degree in Mickeyology to be able to enter the theme park uh, and be able to understand all these re- reservation systems and all that. You know, so I think this this is a really good change. 
Yeah, and, and so these are not immediate. This will take effect January 9th, 2024, but they're making this known well, specifically now. for visits starting then. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Bookings for those visits start uh, May 31st, which yeah. is why they're they're announcing this, um, you know, five, uh, no, seven months out. That's why they're announcing that. Um, also, I don't understand why it's not just starting January 1st. Yeah, that I I think it had it's probably to do with like the New Year's rush, maybe just to oh yeah they want the reservation for that yeah. But even then, I feel like there there that's that's the only feasible. Even then, it starts on a of. Tuesday. Like, why not start on Monday or Sunday? <laughs> it's really strange. Must be some sort of reason for it. But you know, yeah. as somebody that worked there on the college program in that time of year. Yes. January 1st was like the busiest I'd ever seen. That was my last day of work. I think it was. Um, and it was like the busiest I'd ever seen magic kingdom in my life. Um, you could look from where I was, which was right by Pico spill. I was at like the, the Turkey leg, uh, cart there. And you could just see all the way down that walkway of Frontierland, just people with, with nobody, like no space in between anybody. That's how yep. packed it was. I I've been to the the parks on two New Year's now. I've been to Disney uh, Disneyland Park once mm. and uh, or California Adventure once, and then uh, to I can't remember which park we did uh, in Disney World that day, but I remember we were at Bay Lake Tower on New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. So I I can't remember which park, but it is packed every every time it's crazy it's i don't understand i mean i guess i understand because you're like i want to go there for the holidays but then i just know how busy it is so i'm always like i don't want to go there for the holidays um okay the second thing is called good to go days uh this is because they couldn't think of anything else to call this so this is when (laughs) days when annual pass holders and cast members will not need a theme park reservation um so in 2024, they plan to offer select days on which annual pass holders and cast members may visit the theme parks without needing a park reservation. So like we said, they're removing theme park reservations for date-based tickets. You still need one with a pass holder um, and a cast member, I guess. But there will be certain days that are good to go where you can just walk in and not need a reservation. I'm assuming a lot of the good to go dates will be dates that are not like that, you know, spring break period. Um, the like maybe peak summer time. I don't know. I think I kind of wish they would just get rid of reservations for everything, and I'm hoping yeah. that's 2025. I mean, I don't I, I know think, why we I have think to they're phase definitely this working. out. Yeah, I think they're definitely trying to phase it out for sure, and also just because of annual passes coming back trying to reintegrating it uh, back in with everything else. I think that's probably part of the reason for all of this, but you know, I, 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 I do, I, I do agree. The park reservation system is just annoying. So. Yeah. It's just like, if, if you're removing it for one branch of people, let's just remove it for everyone at this, at this point, kind of annoying. Um, this is one I know you were excited about. I've only used this maybe once or twice 
Uh, the Disney dining plans are coming yeah, back. Finally. So if they are resort hotel guests when they who purchase a vacation package, starting with stays beginning January 9th, 2024, they will have the option to add the Disney quick service dining plan or the Disney dining plan. And, I, you know, I, I was at the parks in March and I was there for my friend's wedding and I was at Epcot. I was at refreshment port. I was getting my chicken nuggets <laughs> and there's this uh, like girl and her boyfriend or whatever that were like looking at the sign saying like, what does that little square mean? You know, what does this thing mean? And I actually answered them. I said, that's the, that's for the Disney dining plan. I didn't tell them like, it's not currently available, but you know, <laughs> they can look into it themselves. Yep. Uh, but it's funny that they never attempted to even remove the signage of it. So well, that that's kinda... what gave me hope that it was coming back. That, that's... Yeah, yeah. But I'm glad it is because the Disney dining plan is good value if like you're someone who goes to the theme park and you know you all you're going to eat like three meals a day, right? If you if you're doing that, it's automatically worth it. Uh, and if you like getting a bunch of snacks around the parks, also makes it worth it. Uh, you know, you can get uh, the Disney dining plan comes with one uh, free uh, table service restaurant reservation per day or free included on the plan. Uh, and then you can get a quick service meal that day and a snack. So you get those three items. Uh, and the quick service plan, I believe, is two quick service meals plus a snack uh, during the day. I think that's how it works. But the nice part about the dining plan is that with that table service, it comes with, you know, a drink and in uh, a dessert in a lot of places. And the quick service ones came with, you know, the meal, the drink, and also you got like a dessert. So you could get, you know, one of those giant cupcakes as a dessert. So it functioned as basically an extra snack in some places, which made it really nice. And, uh, you know, my family got it all the time when we used to go there. And I, I think, I, I mean, it depends on the pricing, of course, but I think it has the potential to be worth it, especially if, you know, you're looking at going to some of the more expensive table service places like uh, Ohana, for example, or uh, Chef Mickey's, like th those kinds of places where you're looking at $60 per person, the dining plan kind of makes it worth it in that, in that sense. But I, I, you know, I, a big thing I love about Disney is the food. I think the food there is great. It makes it, it makes it stand out from every other theme park. Cause if you look at the food at like universal, it's not the same. And, uh, I'm, I'm happy that the dining plan is coming back. And if you've never used a dining plan, um, it's interesting to find out what they consider snacks and what they, yep. what they don't consider. Like when I was working there, I had to know like what was considered a snack and, it was kind of a pain to ring up <laughs> dining plan snacks and stuff like that. Um, so, so that is, uh, that's the kind of fun of it. Like you could get like, I don't know, back in my day, right. It'd be like, I'm going to use this, <laughs> this bottle of soda as one of my snacks. You're like, yep. all right, whatever. <laughs> and there was times where people be at the end of their vacation and they're asking me like, how many snacks do I have left? I'm like, you got like 50 snacks. Man. And they're like going around like the little thing. They're like, get that. Is this a yep. snack? Get that. And then like, I'm like having to ring up like all this endless snacks before they leave. No, the, I, I, we, we definitely did that a few times. Like we'd have extra quick service credits 
And mm-hmm. that at least back then, like Disney would count those as two snacks. Like you could trade them in for two snacks, but you couldn't reverse that, I guess, was the way it worked. But uh, at least that's what my, that's that's what I thought. But uh, so the last day of our vacation, we'd go to like the Main Street confectionery, confectionery and just like pick out a bunch of like candies mm-hmm. and stuff like that for, for it and just, you know, use up all of those, which... You know, I, I think I mostly got like uh, some Pez dispensers, you know, the, oh, really? the, the, the Disney characters and uh, those shortbread cookies. Those shortbread cookies are great. And then also, of course, the Mickey Rice Krispie treats, you know, the, the you biggest place where I always had to deal with the snacks was um, uh, Marketplace, which is what which is what we called, um, you know, kind of right near Hall of Presidents um, where they have like. Did we have turkey legs there? No, it was across the street. Uh, but we had like, I don't know, corn on the cob, some sort of sandwiches there, and then we also had like um, whole bunch of like bagged chips and pickles. Like a pickle was a snack. <laughs> uh, you know, sodas, Powerades, stuff like that. So yeah, people people were there was so much to pick from there. So anytime it was like people were you know uh, at the end of their snacks they're like here we go just load 17 up pickles yeah i got 17 snacks left i will take a pickle for each one of those i'm like i don't, I don't even think we had that many pickles out there <laughs> in a day so that would have been a problem they were like bagged pickles too yeah yeah, yeah. like in a ziploc where we're like no not a ziploc like a like a sealed plastic like, oh thing wait no, no yeah i know up. And it's like yeah, a full no. pickle, you know. I'm not trusting that if I'm being honest. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't tamper with them. Uh, also, <laughs> another one of these things that's changing is more park time for Disney Resort hotel guests. Early theme park entry for all Disney Resort hotel guests and extended evening hours for guests staying at Disney Deluxe Resort hotels and Disney Deluxe Villas will continue through 2024. Valid theme park admission and resort ID required. So pretty much they're just saying, I don't know why they have this on a change. This is just more of those things that they're already doing. Yeah, I I mean, I wish I wish it was more like a, how they used to do extra magic hours, right? Where it would be, you know, one park has is open early, one park is open late. And because, I mean, uh, back, back, back like uh, 10 years ago, that's how we would plan our vacation, right? Around those extra magic hours. We'd say, okay, these parks have extra magic hours, so we're going to go to these to get the most amount of time with in the parks. But uh, I think this is also kind of nice for some for some reasons. It gives you know more of a reason to stay at those deluxe resorts, which is obviously something that Disney wants. Uh, you know, like putting like building more uh, hotels at Polynesian for DVC guests, all that kind of stuff. So I think they're I think they're definitely trying to uh, sweeten the deal, basically for you for you know getting into one of those uh resorts but i mean i I think they kind of do it like that though because like when i was there last it was like we knew epcot was open till 11 one night so it's almost like extra extra magic but like without calling it that for some reason i'm not really sure i tried to grasp it you know my wife follows all this stuff You'd think with me having a podcast and used to work there, I'd follow it more, right? But she she's the one on top of all that stuff and like the Genie Plus stuff, and I'm just the one be, getting my hand held. But uh, I, you know, she's trying to explain to me. I'm like, this is like 
the same thing as extra magic though. but more but needlessly complex <laughs> yeah like it's just like not called that it, instead it's called extended hours of operation for blah 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 it's like yeah that's the same thing it was always yeah just it it, need, it needs it needs that branding that branding was good like yeah i mean even extra here, magic hours is great number four says more park time for disney resort hotel get extra magic hours that's all yeah it needs to be called. The, like that that's that's it like the branding was just amazing for that so I don't know why you would go about changing it, but it's just more it it's I'm glad that they have it. You know, it, it's good that they're that they're yeah, bringing so that those way we incentives. Have yeah, that's as, as Tobias and Lindsay would say. OK, <laughs> uh, number five, plan ahead with Disney Genie Plus service. We are working on ways to help guests plan with Disney Genie Plus service and individual lightning lane selections before their visit so they can spend more time with friends and family in the park. So, Jack, we're pretty much back to uh, to, to 2019, 2018 here, where we might have fast passes that are bookable ahead of time. The only thing is they're costing more money now. Yeah, it's, it's, fast, it's a paid fast pass plus, which, I mean, if, if you look into the history of fast pass plus, uh, by the way, defunct land documentary, fa- the history of fast pass. It's an hour and 43 minutes. It's well worth it. <laughs> I still uh, th- watched that... it. I saw it on your, um, I saw, I didn't know they did this, but I saw it on your, um, uh, letterboxd. Yep. Yep. It's on letterboxd. I was like, I was like what this <laughs> hey, is it's on a letterboxd? feature length film right there. That that's, that, that's what that is. Uh, but Hey, it's, it's, it's good. And, uh, the history of it, it cost them like a billion dollars to create the the whole magic band system and uh all of this electron uh like electron electrifying it's not electrifying digitizing i guess the, the fast pass system and it didn't make them money directly so it makes sense that it it, it makes sense that it got to this conclusion but i mean it's it, a shame it, this is it, yeah. this is the selling point i used to use with people you know like when i because I'm sure you're that guy too, Jack, but I'm the guy where my in-laws are going to plan a trip. They ask me questions or if they have friends even, and I'm at a party with them, they're like, Oh, you want to go ask Jordan about your Disney trip? You know what I'm saying? And then they'll be like, so, and they'll ask me these questions. Like, so what am I supposed to do with blah, blah, blah. And I'd be like, well, you could use your fast passes. You can book it up to 60 days in advance. Right. And I'd be like, and they're like, how much is that? And I'd be like, totally free. Yeah. And they're like, what? That's free? At Universal charges? I'm like, no, Disney doesn't charge for that. No, well, now Disney charges for it. And yeah. they charge out the ass, too, because we're about to talk about the um, – right after this. Uh, it got a price increase today, too. Um, I don't know if it's like a – just because of what day it was, you know, because it's supposed to be like fluctuating with prices on your window now on, you know, the time frame, or if it's just a um, – you know, uh, if this is what it's going to always be now, I'm not really sure. Yeah, I mean, I I think like you know, I I miss the old fast pass system, right? Like it it was great. I remember when I was like, uh, you know, 10, 11 years old. What would always happen was we'd get into the gate, we'd rope rope drop it, right? The the park. My parents would hand me all five of our tickets and say, "Go run to Toy Story Mania." 
and go get the fast passes. So I, so I, I would, I would speed walk because the cast members were sure to say, don't run, you know, like you, you don't, you don't want to get hurt. So I, so I speed walked all the way over uh, by myself to, uh, to Toy Story Mania, got the fast passes and it was convenient, you know, like you, you always knew what passes you had and even, and, you know, even fast pass plus was all right. There were a lot of problems with it because of the knowledge barrier, I think there, you know, like you need to, you need to know the system before. It was simpler than this. Yeah, that's for sure, right? Every single iteration of this has just gotten more and more complex. I swear they're like, how can we make this more complicated? Right. like Each time. But it, it used to be so simple. You go to a machine, you stick your ticket in, it gives you a fast pass. It says return between these hours and you're good. You can get one every two hours. That's pretty simple. Fast Pass Plus adds on this extra layer. Okay, now you can book it 60 days in advance, but only if you're a resort guest. If you're not a resort guest, then it's 30 days in advance. And uh, and here and here's all these other restrictions. You can only have one of these kinds of rides and then everything else. But you can and, also go to one of the kiosks while you're there and right. see what's available. Yeah. And now Genie, Genie Plus comes along and they're like, so what if we charged you $15 for it, but it's a worse version of fast pass plus in every possible way in that you can't plan out a single thing in advance. Uh, that's basically where we're at, but now they're walking that back and they're like, okay, fine. We'll charge you for it, but you can plan it in advance. You're welcome. Uh, so I, 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 I still don't like genie plus that much. I don't like that. They're charging for something that, you know, set them apart, like you said, from every other competitor in the area. Yeah, and um, yeah, I know people that swear by Genie Plus, and and they're like, I'm so thankful for it because I've been able to get everything done on it. You were able to get everything done with fast passes too. Yeah, it, and again, like it depends on how much knowledge you have. If you know how to use the system, you're gonna it, it'll be worth it, right? But if you know it's a first time group of people going to Disney they're probably not going to know how to make the most of Disney or Genie Plus, right? They're, they're, they'll be able to watch some things in advance, watch videos, look at look online at websites that have like their guides or whatever, but you're still not going to be as experienced with it. And therefore you're not going to be able to get the same experience as someone who knows how to use the system. So that that's my main complaint with, with it. And that's mostly from that documentary. That's 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 where that comes from. It does a good job at explaining it, much better than I I'm doing right now. Uh, when are you gonna make the the video for our channel? That's gonna be feature film length uh, about Genie Plus. When are we getting that? Uh, well, you know what? I I don't have anything going on now. Maybe <laughs> maybe go. we'll see. You got the whole summer now. <laughs> um, <laughs> Okay, he, here's the price increases for this. I'm not really sure. So this is an article from WDW Magic, if people want to look it up. This is from today, which is May 15th, the day that we're recording this. Genie Plus at Walt Disney World is priced at $22 today. An increase of $4 over yesterday's 18 In addition to Genie Plus increasing in price today, most individual Lightning Lane attraction prices have increased by $1, and Star Wars Rise of the Resistance has increased by $2. So today's mm. Lightning Lane attraction prices, this is what it was today. And then I will also say what their max and minimum pricing history have been for that attraction. So Avatar today, Flight of Passage, was $14 per person. 
Yikes. The previous minimum was $11. So that could still be what it is, I guess. If you're going on a different day, it could be $11. The previous maximum was $16. So $14 today is not even as bad as it's been for <laughs> Flight of Passage. Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind was $15 today. The minimum is usually $14, and the maximum has been $17. For one ride, by the way, yeah. people. Yep. This is after you pay. You have to pay for Genie Plus first, or you can yep. do this separately? Yeah, you have to pay for Genie Plus first. Oh, my God. This is killer. Uh, okay. Seven Dwarf Mine Train, $11 oh today. The minimum is 10 and the max is 12 so it's right in the middle. Star Wars Rise of the Resistance Day was $22. No. To ride. Not, no. Not. Not. No. <laughs> the max, $25. And the minimum, Ridiculous. $15. No. <laughs> no. Tron Light Cycle was $20. The previous max and minimum were $20. I guess because it just opened. Yeah. But, oh my. No, that's. Uh, this is a lot of it. money. That's not worth it. It. For Tron, especially, like the ride is less than two minutes long. It's it's like a minute and a half long. So I, I don't about ten dollars a minute. Yeah, ten dollars a minute. You you're getting there. Uh, I don't think that's worth it. I, that's I an hour's pay. Twenty dollars for yeah. some people. That's an hour's pay. That, $10 that's more. Than, that's more than an hour's pay for yeah. some people. Like yeah, that that's that that's an an hour and twenty minutes of of my current pay right now. Like that that's. No, I'm not. I, do you want to know what I'm doing instead of buying that? I I would I'm I'm gonna buy churros instead. I I, I would I think I'd get more enjoyment per minute from five churros. <laughs> How many churros is it? Hold on. Or How wait, much is no, a churro churros. right now? It, it's like four seventy five. So uh, okay. with tax, you know, like four churros. Yikes! Yeah, I'm not paying four churros worth uh, for a Tron Light Cycle Run. Uh, lightning lane not worth it here's a comment on the page by the way i know this will be an unpopular opinion but i genuinely consider these prices excellent value for money, excellent value for money. <laughs> that that can't be real it can't be real <laughs> yeah i mean i i don't know I, why would somebody think that and you know why it feels like more like a ripoff is because again it used to be free. Mm -hmm. So you're looking at this stuff, you're like, this used to be included. Yeah. And now it's an extra cost. And this is per day. Per ride for these anyway. Right. Like But I mean, you're looking at a family of four, right? Let's take family of four, twenty two dollars times four. That's just for Genie Plus. Yep. Right is I'm not good at math. That's almost a hundred dollars. All it's right, 88. that's eighty-eight dollars. Yep. And then if you all want to ride Tron, <laughs> that's another eighty dollars. Or no, that that or yeah, no, no, no eighty dollars. Yeah, uh, per person, a hundred and sixty-eight dollars. That's a more that's than an one extra day. day. Of the park. That's one. Yeah. That's yeah. one additional theme park ticket plus like an extra thirty-eight dollars on on the side of that or. 28 28 probably more more accurately but that is either way insane. like man that i i mean like genie plus can be great if you know how to use it and you know like you you're in the park all day and you're going to get your your money's worth out of it you you can like 
you can get it out of you can get your money's worth out of it. But I think when I was down there, we used it for one day, and it was right. mostly against my <laughs> against my will. My wife was like, "We're doing this." It it can be good, uh, but there it, there's just so many downsides, and it used to just be so simple for for all of this. Like, uh, you know, Fast Pass Plus was nice because you could reserve the experiences you wanted ahead of time and be guaranteed to get what you wanted. Like. You know, Animal Kingdom, you could be guaranteed to get Flight of Passage and be able to ride, or assuming it didn't break down. But, you know, uh, like that, that was nice. You you could do that and then you could get a bunch of other attractions on there too. Uh, you know, like Dinosaur, which for some reason always has like a 40 to 50 minute wait, it seems. Does it? Uh, Every time it, I go, it's five minutes. Oh, man. I've I've been going at the wrong I, times clearly. I, yeah, I walk on dinosaur every single time. Uh, I've been going at the wrong time every time it seems because I swear it's always like forty minutes. Uh, even if you, so, even if it says forty, go in there. You're you're probably looking at a ten minute wait. You're you're it, it is it's never actually forty. It's more like twenty twenty five. But you know, like I I I feel like it's rare to get five. But either, either way, like. Man, I, I've just been going at the wrong times, clearly. That, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. You're going at the wrong times, man. Start whenever I book a trip, just start following that that cycle. And then you'll be at dinosaur five minute wait. <laughs> I I've just I've I've just been constrained <laughs> by it whenever school's off. Yeah, right? now For, you're free of that constraint. Yeah. Now it's just whenever I can get time off from my job. Yay. Yeah, yeah. So that that might be the same. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> But yeah, I mean, it's um to, to kind of just wrap up my thoughts on this Genie Plus thing. It's it's absurd. So it's, it's a little bit absurd. Yeah. Um. Okay. Another thing that they announced today was a new four park magic ticket. Uh, summer offer for ninety nine dollars a day. So you would get one visit to each park park reservations not required so this is kind of like a soft launch for that there on sale starting may 23rd and it's valid june 1st through september 29th there are blockouts september 1st through 4th and september 1st uh, july 1st through 4th and september 1st through 4th makes sense yeah and tickets are good for seven days after the first use hey do you remember when tickets used to not expire yeah yeah me too. Like I, we we would buy tickets down there, my parents and I, you know, and then we'd have like a, we we'd come back down the next year and be like, how many days left do we have on this? So like, you have another three days, and you're like, okay, let's buy another two to add on to that, and there's yeah, our like, week. <laughs> I, actually, um, because we were planning on going, uh, March of 2020, uh, like that, we had tickets and everything for that. So, oh, we, me too. I was going yeah. down in. I think April of that year. Yeah, we were going over like spring break 2020, right? And so that gets shut down. The tickets didn't expire. We were able to use them like uh, when we last went there, right? So Oh, nice. So it was nice. It was nice that <laughs> that they didn't expire. But yeah, but you know, this this right here, this deal, th- this is good. This This is good. I like it a lot. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's a really good deal. Um, I mean, I remember when ticket prices were nine nine dollars a day. Right, so this yep. is it. This is a good deal. 
I don't even know what they're at right now. Um, they're they're don't look. It's not <laughs> especially because happy. <laughs> they're all different, right? For you, yeah. Part now. I think I think like Epcot and Animal Kingdom, or it's either Epcot and Hollywood Studios. No, Epcot and Animal Kingdom. I think are one thirty nine per day. What? And then I think and then I think Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios are one forty nine per day. Are you kidding? Like for a single day ticket. The last time I thought was like. <laughs> The last time I looked it was like one hundred five dollars. Maybe, maybe I was looking wrong. But that was I, ten I years ago. <laughs> oh well, <laughs> never mind. Maybe, maybe it's maybe it is correct then. Uh, I'm gonna Google it real quick. I, I'm looking right now. Uh, let's see, Walt Disney World website, parks and tickets, theme park tickets. I, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure it's okay. I, I'm I'm definitely wrong. Okay. One day tickets range from 109 to 189. Okay. I, 189? Yeah. Uh if if you get like, like park Christmas, hopper. maybe? If you get like park hopper oh, okay. stuff, I think. So because they, they did change it to where it it's different per the season now, too. Oh no, never mind. Uh 109 is the cheapest it will be based off the season. Right now, the minimum is 144. Jeez. Wait, uh like that that's for today. Uh but it, it gets down like uh, if you're looking at, you know, like end of July, early August, you're looking at like 130 and then at the end of August, like 109 uh, and beginning of or end of September, like 109. So it gets lower down there, but it it's it's closer to like 140 per day. That's still more than I would have thought. I thought maybe we were in the one twenties at most. <laughs> yeah, no, unfortunately not. So that makes this a really good deal. This, uh, this. Yeah, uh, yeah, you're saving forty bucks, especially for a summer. You're, you're saving right. like forty bucks a, a day. Right. So, I mean, you get you get to go to each park once, which I mean, for some people that might be limiting to to them. But you know, if you want to go over the summer and you want to experience all four parks, it's a solid deal. Like. Uh, you know, you can get that for about $400 for, uh, for the park tickets, which, you know, that you can, that's like two days, two and a half days normally. And then, uh, you know, if you stay at like a, an all-star resort, you can probably keep the cost for that, you know, uh, looking at $160 per night, maybe for all-star resorts, you could keep the cost like for lodging and, uh, tickets for per person down pretty, pretty small. Like all right, it, it it will still be so. It'll, it, it's still Disney, so it'll still be expensive. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> you can keep it down a little bit. Ooh, there you go. So that's what having an annual pass did to me. By the way, it's like I don't remember how much <laughs> things cost. Well, that that's that's the that's that's how they get you. You you paid one cost at the beginning, and so you kind of already know the value of it. But or the values. Or actually, no, you don't know the value of an individual trip, right? That's that's the whole thing. You know, you, you can kind of guess, but it's not it's not a, it's not as the as much as like, a, you know, a single day ticket where, you know, as soon as you get into the park, you absolutely know the value of what you paid for that day. Yeah, yeah. And I guess speaking of annual passes, um, I'm trying to uh, pull up the new the new passes that they have. So they have started selling uh, annual passes again. 
I only see one option on the website. I thought they had like a four. Yeah, they they have different tiers. I thought. Um. Maybe you have to like log in as a. Oh yeah, you have to log in as like a Florida resident. I think to see the rest of them because there are other tiers for it, but. You know, like some of them are just available for Florida residents. Yeah, yeah. I, f- I think a good chunk of them are just for Florida residents at this point. All the different categories. Yep. I'm okay. To find, so this... I'm trying to find okay, Scott's here we go. I, tweet I think, about this. I think I found it right here on their website. We've got the Disney Pixie Dust Pass. Yes. Yep. Which is for Florida residents only. You get admission to one or more Disney theme parks on most weekdays during the year with park reservations, and you can hold three reservations at a time. Uh, And you get standard theme park parking and discounts on everything. This is just for uh, Florida residents. The next one is the Pirate Pass, which uh, has some blockout dates uh, applying there, and you can make four reservations. Uh, You do need advanced park reservations there as well isn't that one only for adults that one is the pirate pass yeah because it because it's rated r ah i see i see okay i was confused for a second (laughs) this one's also for florida residents though uh yeah then you've got the sorcerer pass which is florida residents or eligible disney vacation club members uh which it won't let me click on the footnote to tell me who are eligible uh vacation club members but Oh, no, it just doesn't say in the footnote either. Great. Uh, so you get admission to one or more Disney World parks on most weekdays during the year. Adva- you need advanced park reservations. There's blockout dates, but you can make five park reservations at a time. Uh, same, same standard theme park parking and discounts on everything else. And then we get to the one that's available to everyone or anyone, the Incredipass, which uh, has admission to any park uh, during weekends or during on most weekdays during the year, there's no blockout dates. You can make five theme park reservations at a time and you get standard theme park parking with that as well. So pretty much the same thing on, on, on as a lot of the other ones, but no blockout dates for that, which makes it kind of nice. Now, yeah, <laughs> the thing is, I can't find the pricing on any of these, which is how they get you. Well, the Incredit Pass um, is fourteen hundred dollars. That's right. Yeah, that one I can see because I, I guess it. I have to log into my DVC account to find the Sorcerer Pass amount. I think that one was like nine hundred dollars from what I saw. I, I think before. it was like eight ninety nine or nine ninety nine. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, it was eight ninety nine or something. That's probably the one I would get, like if I had to. Um, I'll just schedule around blackouts because if you need to do eight nine nine, what that's uh, a week and a half of park, like that would be two trips. Yeah, take two trips and you're like golden on paying that off. Yeah, I'm looking for what blockout dates they have. So the sorcerer pass is blocked out for Thanksgiving weekend, yep. uh, and then I'm, ne- I'm never going down. And en- all of the end of the month from or the end of the year from December twentieth onwards to january 3rd that's great don't i'm not going there and that's it those are the blockout dates that's it for sorcerer pass that's all that's on the calendar as blockout dates that's actually Hmm. not that bad (laughs) 
So if if like if a big reason you're buying the pass is to go during the holidays, then you have to get the credit pass. Obviously, yeah. it makes sense. And you know, given how much ticket prices cost on those days, it actually might not be that bad of a deal at the, at that point. But uh, yeah, the sorcerer pass. Ultimately, the blockout dates don't look that bad. Yeah, that's probably the one I would I would go with, especially if it's only those two windows of um you know uh, of uh the blackouts. I I was thinking maybe it would at least do the um like some sort of spring break or something. But... Right, yeah, I I was shocked as well, but there there doesn't appear to be any of that right now, so that's good. <laughs> Uh, okay, some other things that have happened since we last recorded is we had the dragon at Disneyland <laughs> for Fantasmic <laughs> just completely uh, lost its head. Um, lost more than its head. <laughs> yeah, it, it blew up pretty much. Yeah, it, it, it was on fire. Yep. Yeah, that was uh, that was a crazy thing. Um so they had stopped. I'm not even sure if it's fixed now, by the way. I doubt it. <laughs> it. It was like a month ago and it looked, I I think that if once Phantasmic returns, it's going to be, it's going to be a while before the dragon returns. Yeah. Along yeah. With it. But it, it was, it was just a mess. Like all of a sudden Mickey did the effect where, you know, he, he beats the dragon and it just lights on fire. Mickey just descends beneath the stage and the dragon just burns and then announcements come on like, hey, uh, Fantasmic can no longer continue. Uh, and I saw a great clip of, of uh, a video of someone going down the drop at Splash Mountain and then they just look and then they just see the dragon burning and then they fall down and then it just plays zippity doo da zippity and, the, and that's it. <laughs> that's the entire video it's it's fantastic you don't you don't mess with the mouse all right, right yeah mickey sets maleficent dragon on fire nopes out of there like my job's done goes <laughs> <laughs> underground and then yeah then they had to end the show um and then they took a precaution to not have the the dragon over on phantasmic at uh, or they paused phantasmic viewing, something like that, over at uh, Orlando as well. Mm-hmm. I I just think that it's just you know the whole the whole thing was just if you if you were on Twitter or any other social media platform at the time, like when that happened, you saw exactly how many memes were going around on around that because, I mean, come on. <laughs> that's got to that's got to be the most that that's got to be one of the most wild things to happen recently with like a Disney attraction malfunction. Well, do you remember when uh mine train caught on fire? Oh, that's right. They did. And everyone thought like I was on Twitter, everyone thought that the ride was going to burn down and how big of a disaster this was. It created like no damage yep. on that one. Now this Maleficent's dragon did get quite uh, melted quite a bit. Yeah. So uh yeah, so a little I guess bit more we'll damage see, this time. <laughs> we'll see how they go with that. But 
it's gonna it's gonna be a while before before that comes back online Let, let's just say that like it, it'll take a little bit of time uh so if you're planning on going to disneyland uh any any time within the next i'd say probably month or two i wouldn't anticipate going to see fantastic do you think they have like a spare one that they like have in the back in case of this type of stuff? Or do you think break in case of emergency? They have to like because I would think if you're building a big thing like this, you'd want doubles in case of something happens. Or do you think they're like, great, now we have to make a new one? I, I think they actually have to make a new one. I, I think thinking. they do. Like I or at least repair that one. I think what they do have is they have like an alternate staging for it where instead mm-hmm. of the dragon animatronic, they use something else. Like uh, ten I'm, people, uh, ten people running with like with streamers. Don't, yeah, don't they do that? Oh, in like something? yeah, like, like a Chinese, chi- yeah, like yeah. Lunar New Year yes, celebrations. Yeah, yeah, exactly, just like that. Possibly, yeah. No, that's that's that that's Plan B. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's like if they're like, we can't get this sorted out in two months. We have to run Fantasmic. <laughs> no, actually, what it is, it's an inflatable dragon. Uh, you know, like they just have some uh, some poor cast member gets selected to just like pump up the the dragon oh, yeah. as the show is going on and... it looks more like elliot from peace yep. Dragon yep. Instead. <laughs> <laughs> that that's 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 plan b plan c is the lunar new year dragon that's okay that, that's the one so that's yeah. when the that's when peach dragon pops right yep, yep <laughs> they're like yep. oh now we have to resort to yeah. plan d is uh is shadow puppets uh so that's that's plan <laughs> d uh or <laughs> I was gonna say it's like the strobe light effect for the, <laughs> for the Yeti. Disco that's, Yeti. That's Plan Z right there. They're yep. like, we'll just put a cardboard cut out of a dragon and like strobe light effect. Yep. Hey, if it, if it's good enough for Expedition Everest, it's good enough for this. <laughs> uh, sticking with Disneyland, California, Splash Mountain is wrapping up its run over there, May thirtieth, twenty twenty three as it begins the transformation into Tiana's Bio Adventure um opening late 2024 in California and yeah it's both are planned to open late 2024 even though Disney World got quite the head start here yeah but don't know I, why I, I think <laughs> I, I I don't know uh Disneyland's just working faster, I guess. I don't know. Maybe is there less construction going on around Disneyland currently than Disney World? Is that is that maybe it? So they needed to start the Disney World one quicker. I don't know. I think it might have actually something to do with Florida versus California um, workers. I don't know because it, it, it does could, seem it like be. it does seem like they probably both start at what. Um, galaxy's edge around the same time and and california was done that first yeah but they also opened it without rise of the resistance at first right so they like uh that it it was just smugglers run that opened for both for both parks though oh that's that's right yeah Mm -hmm. and then rise of the resistance was like what a few months later yes rise was like the beginning of the end of 2019 yeah okay in disney world and i think at disneyland it opened up early 2020 right before it shut down (laughs) (laughs) they're like hey our billion dollar investment's finally gonna pay off it oh nope oh actually you're gonna have to wait on that (laughs) yeah 
so that that's what's starting over in Disneyland as they're working their way through that. Um, during their investor call, Disney's CEO Bob Iger announced that the company is moving towards a one-app experience for domestic customers, which means that the Disney Plus app will also be home to Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN Plus. But they will all still be, this is the part that's confusing, they'll all still be separate services. But <laughs> you can still, you can access them in the same app now. Uh, so you don't have to be like, I'm watching Disney Plus, and now I have to exit, press the home button on my smart TV and open up Hulu. You just be able to access it all within the same thing. So that was kind of answering my question there, I guess, because my question was, I don't know how this is going to affect the live TV portion of Hulu. Right. Because that's what I have. <laughs> I canceled YouTube TV because of price um, and the Disney bundle with all of those services. Ad-free plus Hulu live TV, live TV is cheaper. Yeah, you know, so yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of worried if they do just say, you know, live TV is not cutting it for us. But I don't know. I guess we'll see how, how that goes because I'm wondering how that would start being integrated into Disney Plus as, as well then. But I think ultimately this is good. I, I just wish that they would just combine the darn things anyway. Um, That's what it is overseas. And even in Canada, Canada gets all the Hulu stuff on Disney Plus because they don't have Hulu. I, but I think, hey, I, you yeah. know, it's just good to have it in the same thing. I'm not leaving the app to go see something else. Right. I, I think I think it makes it kind of nice and also is more likely to lead to people like, you know, browsing through and finding something else that they want. Right. So I hope they like make it clear. Like right? <laughs> I, it would be really bad if you're just scrolling through the whole library and it's everything and you're like, oh, only murders in the building. Let's watch that. And it's like you need to buy Hulu for fourteen ninety nine a month. And you're like, oh, okay. And then you keep scrolling and you're like, you need to buy ESPN Plus. It's like, well, okay, what's on Disney Plus? So hopefully right. they yeah, still yeah. have it separated enough, but. I, yeah. I, I hope so, but we'll see. <laughs> you know, they love complications. Yeah. <laughs> this yep, is what we're yep. learning from Disney. They love making things far more complex than they need to be. And so the reason why they used to be separated is because they don't own the full Hulu rights. They are purchasing them. Um, It's part of the deal that they made with Comcast that they have to purchase it. So um, that's what they'll be doing. Let's see. Any big news left before we jump into our draft? I don't think so. I... I can't think of any. Actually, I, I did see something uh, because in Hollywood Studios, uh, that old area where Toy Story Mania used to be mm-hmm. has now reopened as sort of, I think they're calling it Pixar Place. Where oh, you can it's meet. been called that. It has been? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it's it, they have a bunch of meet and greets there now. So they have something themed to like Edna's headquarters from The Incredibles. Yep, yep. So you can go in and meet her. Which I think I think that's a good way to use that sort of space for for the time being to have have that kind of spot to meet those Pixar characters. Hot take, maybe I don't know. I'm just gonna throw this out here. I miss the old entrance to Toy Story Mania. It, it I, I I liked it as well, but yeah, I don't like the new entrance. Yeah, it it I mean it it sells more of the idea of it being like you know a, a 
definitely a, yeah, yeah. a toy type thing, which makes sense. But I did like that old entrance quite a lot. Uh, I, I, I wish they would. Uh, I remember oh, probably like seven, eight years ago, all the rumors about them using that to make like a Monsters Inc. door ride coaster. Yeah, like a, you know, it was actually supposed to be um, where the Mickey meet and greet was. Right. Okay. Like yep. next door to it, where Millionaire used to be, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but who wants to be? Never happened. <laughs> no. Would have been awesome. I, I, I think it would have been awesome, but uh, no, there, there's been so many of those rumors. Maybe, maybe that's something that we could do for a future draft as well. Like, Pat, ru- rumored <laughs> attractions. Rumored attraction. <laughs> Once we're really at the bottom of the barrel of things. Yeah, like, yeah. I'll attractions draft... that could have existed, but never did. <laughs> I'll draft the Virginia theme park, please. <laughs> I'll I'll uh I'll draft out what what was it called? Uh was it Edison Square in Disneyland in like 1956 that never oh, came yeah. to life? Uh the Country Bear theme park in Northern California. Yep, there you go. I'll, I'll take that. Uh yeah, we'll 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 figure something out. Um even if it's not a draft, maybe a tier ranking. Maybe we can tier ranking create a tier of, ranking of, like, of the ideas of, of ideas that yes. may have may may or may not have existed. <laughs> All right, but our draft today is quick service restaurants in the Disney parks. Um, let's see. Do I have a coin or something? Yes, I do. All okay, right. we're gonna figure out who drafts first. So I have a quarter. All right. Okay. You can't really see it that well, but I have yeah, a quarter. I can't. <laughs> the back of it is Utah. Okay. So Utah is ta- tails. Big man Washington is heads. And I'm going to flip it, and I want you to call it, okay? Okay. I'm calling tails. It is tails. So do you want to go first tails or never second? Fails. I'm going to go first. All right. He's going to go first. Darn it. Tails uh, never fails. Let's go. Except for the 50% of the times. It well, does. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> tails never fails except for when it does. Uh, okay. Uh, I, I, I know what one of yours is going to be. And I'm pretty sure I told you like beforehand, I, I know what I think two of yours are going to be. So I'm going to leave those untouched because oh, I want to okay. see if, if, uh, because there's one that I really like that I, that I want to get on here before it gets taken, which is, uh, Backlot Express at Hollywood Studios. Oh yeah. That's a good one. I love that place. It has some great stuff. The smoked barbecue, uh, pork burger is amazing. I've heard great things about the Cuban sandwich they have there as well. Uh, and they have this dessert there called the Wookiee cookie. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I'm not sure if you've had it before, but no. it's two oatmeal cookies with vanilla cream in the middle, and then it has a milk chocolate sash that looks like Chewbacca's sash on top of it, and it's great. I love it. It's it's up there with one of my favorite desserts in the park. So I think like, my I think my wife got it uh, last summer. I think I I love it. It's like a giant oatmeal cream pie, like those little Debbie mm-hmm. uh, snacks. So. I, I'm picking that at my number one. I, I I love the items there. I I think they're they're great, and also the seating area there is perfect. Like there's plenty of seating, right? 
You're not going to, you're most of the times when you're going there, you can find some, some tables to sit at, which I think is important, right? You don't like, you don't want to get your food and then be wandering around for, for trying to find where to sit. Um, okay. So let me write these down. Yeah. I, I think I know what your number one is going to be. I, I, I've have it narrowed down between two things. I think, I think I know the two you think too. Um, All right. <laughs> okay, so Jack took uh, Backlot. Backlot Express, yeah. And also, one other thing, it's like the last remnant of Hollywood Studios as it used to be, where it was about like the movies and all that, and like actually about the making of it, because it's like a prop yard, and that's yeah, so cool. Yeah. I love that. Uh, I think the theming is really on point there. Okie doke. Let's go with my first pick here. Let's, let's see if I let's see if I read you like a book or not. Cosmic rays. Yep. Okay. <laughs> That's the one that I was worried about. Uh, you taking? But I, I'll take uh, cosmic rays. Sunny eclipse. Oh yeah, that's like, another. That's other news like, that we what, forgot. Died in front of a kid. <laughs> I don't know if a kid was there, but I just love the imagery of like sunny eclipse, like dying, and some kids being like scarred, like no, sunny eclipse is dead. Dies like mid set. Yeah, like he just leaks oil and then just. <laughs> but Sunny Eclipse isn't the only reason you're picking it, right? That that's no, no. That's... They have my chicken nuggets. Exactly. <laughs> they have here's something they used to have that they kind of got rid of though. They were one of my top places because of the cheese, the mm, cheese oh, sauce. Oh, Back right, when you used yep. to be able to fill it up yourself, you just right, go over yeah. here, pump, 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 pump. I I went there for the cheese, dip my fries in cheese. Um, same thing with Pecos used to have that too. Yeah, the the whole like salad bar of toppings they had was really yes, nice. yes. So for nostalgia, I'm gonna do that too. I think now they have where you can still get cheese, but it's like a thing that you have yeah, to it's open like, up. It's like it's not, not fresh, no. fresh plastic cheese. It's I don't not know if that was fresh cheese. either, but. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that that's a that's a good pick. I. I think I know what your I I think I know what your second choice is, and out of respect. For oh yeah, it, is it a snake draft or? Oh, are you, if, are if we you want to, we can do snake draft. Yeah. Okay, you, we'll you, snake draft it. Look yeah. at this coming up on the fly here. Yeah, I I I think I know what the second choice is for you. I think I know what it is. <laughs> I think I know too. Restaurantosaurus. <laughs> yep. Let's <laughs> go. They got my chicken nuggets. Uh, but no, this is a a restaurant that I go to pretty much anytime I'm in Animal Kingdom. Um because they do have those chicken nuggets but also i love the atmosphere i love hearing the Di- the dino land playlist which has expanded a little bit too much for me i think <laughs> you're um, a dino land playlist originalist yes i yeah. uh, i think they were playing some sort of jonas brothers there last time and oh, i was never mind. I, I i'm i'm that's that's too far i'm like i made a spotify <laughs> playlist of their songs from when i worked there and i used to sit in my dorm room <laughs> in my apartment listening to it while playing video games as if I couldn't get enough of work as it was. <laughs> um, they have some really great songs though. Uh, so, so that was cool. And like just the story behind the restaurant. So the story behind the restaurant is supposed to be that these are these college interns that run the restaurant Asaurus. Um, that also work for like the Dino Institute, 
Um, so they're like running that while they're also working um, like internship at the at Dino Institute. So there's a whole bunch of dinosaur stuff. That's why you have like, I don't know, like the seat on top of the ceiling, you know, right. on the roof or whatever. Just some really cool story stuff behind it. And um, I mean, you also got like the, the, the crocodile right there too, that you can go out and look at. I mean, they have some animal stuff there. And of course the quick, easy exit right to dinosaur and get on that ride. So Yes, that is something I used to do. Eat and then ride dinosaur. Probably not the best thing. Yeah, no, not not a great combo. I was gonna say, but <laughs> I, but I knew, that's my I top knew it. too. I knew it. I I absolutely knew it. I I I knew that. I it was just a matter of which one was coming first. I think uh, on that, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> that those those are good picks. I I like them both. Uh, and also, it's worth noting uh, for anyone listening that we're not necessarily saying these are the best best like uh in terms of mass appeal but uh, there are favorites right? yeah, that, yeah. That's, we're just drafting that, <laughs> i guess where we would eat <laughs> right for for me second choice and i i'm i'm a little worried that this one would get stolen which is why i'm picking it early i think i i'm picking casey's corner i oh yeah no problem no problem i would oh, never take you don't that. like casey's corner i've never eaten there you haven't okay. okay. No, I have not. Man, I could I could have stolen it out the five then. I'm not a it's big. Well, okay. Like I eat hot dogs, but like in a theme park, I'm not like I'm gonna eat a hot dog right now. That's fair. I I I loved it. I I I, I ate there all the time when I was younger. Uh, they they now have a Chicago style hot dog too, which is like my favorite version of a hot dog with all the vegetables on it and everything like that. Ew. I'm a. Uh, <laughs> it won't surprise you. I'm a plain hot dog guy. No ketchup. No mustard. No nothing. No no ketchup or mustard. I mean, no. I I respect no ketchup because to me ketchup does not belong on hot dogs. It doesn't. It doesn't belong on anything. As far as I'm concerned, I'm I'm a I'm a ketchup hater. Yeah, I don't like. Ketchup I, I will stand by that. Uh, but I I like this place. I remember uh on the Disney dining plan, the dessert that came with this was a box of Cracker Jacks. And so I would have that with it. Uh, so I would get like the hot dog, the box of that, or they also have like the the theme park brownie, you know, that's like in the little dish mm-hmm. with the little swirl of chocolate and the Mickey Mouse sprinkles. It's very good. And they have the classic French fries, like Disney French fries, and you can get that cheese sauce there. And it's not, and it's like, it's from a pump. You can't pump it yourself, but you can get it from, from this place. Which, oh, okay. Get, which give, which gives it which does help it a little bit but i i don't know i i'm i'm a sucker for a good theme park hot dog i like it a lot so i'm going with it all right and oh yes snake draft uh oh yeah your, your turn again right i'm trying i'm trying to pick from all around like uh so like picking my favorite place from each of the parks so i'm gonna go There's five parks for my what <laughs> one is going to get doubled the one is going to get a double but i'm going to go with flame tree barbecue at animal kingdom for for my third choice oh my friend used to work there i i love flame tree barbecue uh their onion rings are great uh and they have they have really good ribs pulled pork sandwich i love pulled pork uh and coleslaw i'm i'm a huge coleslaw fan so i i will take that for sure uh the one thing that is a little bit on the downside of it is there's not a ton of seating near there, 
which, mm. you know, brings it down a little bit, but their food is really good. And I, I also think like the pricing of the food there is pretty good for what you get. Like, uh, I think it's one of the best values for what you can get. So I, I'm a huge fan of it, especially those onion rings. You know, you can get a basket of onion rings for $4 there still. I don't know how that hasn't been hit by any price increases, <laughs> but it's great. It's it, it, it can fill you up. And I think it's also like a, a nice diverse set of food, like getting some barbecue instead of, instead of, you know, uh, burgers and, and hot dogs all the time. So I, I, I love barbecue. <laughs> that's, that's my end statement on that. Are we counting? Cause I don't see it on the list here, but I don't know if it's cause I, got rid of reservations on I'm I'm looking on the website okay. um because I kind of can I guess it's not quick service so no it's not or okay, were you mind. thinking be our guest is that is I was that thinking though? Ogas <laughs> oh because they don't really like they have like yeah. snacky type food and and drinks but they don't right. have like actual they don't have like, like meals meal right? like sit yeah. down dinner meals um I have another pick though. Okay. 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 So I'm going to go with Epcot. This is a place I just ate at for the first time. It's pretty new. Connections. No, that that was going to be, that was going to be my fourth pick. You, you stole it from me. Yeah. I, (sighs) I really like connections. Um, it's a good place. I think I got like a grilled chicken sandwich there when I went and it was pretty good. Um, I miss electric umbrella, but then electric umbrella got weird. You know, Electric Umbrella <laughs> used to have my nuggets, right? And yep. then they'd have like burgers. And then they're like, what if we put mac and cheese on a burger? And the place went downhill. And then they had to end up tearing it down because nobody ate there anymore. And then they put Connections there. And it was good. Connections was pretty good. I, I will say uh, the Liege waffle that they have there is really good. Oh, it good. looks good. Yeah, it, it, it is good. so good. Like, uh, highly recommend that. Ah, oh, man. I should have picked it earlier. That's unfortunate. I'm glad I picked it now then, because I was I was like, connections <sighs> is probably going to be there. But I'm glad I went ahead and picked that now. Dang. Okay. And I guess for my snake draft here, I'm going to go with um. Does this place still have good food? Let me check. Before I... I I have I have the the app open on my phone looking at all the different places on here as well, like just making sure I'm not missing anything. Yeah, and like I'm like scrolling through the parks, like okay, what <laughs> do you have here? Okay, I'll, I'll go with Rosie's All American Cafe in Hollywood Studios. That's a that's a solid pick. That's on Sunset Boulevard, right? Yeah, they 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 have cheeseburger and they have my nuggets, <laughs> so we're good. Um. But now I do like sitting outside when I can, like on the, uh, you know, at the little benches and um, picnic tables and just, you know, I like Sunset Boulevard. So it's kind of taken in that. And I haven't eaten there in a while, actually. So I probably should. I usually go to Backlot, but you took that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, at least I got that one right away. That's fine. Dang it. I'm just thinking of something now I should have took, but Okay. Your last pick. Is it is it the last pick already? Yeah, four, five, right? Or I, I've only picked three, right? Oh, yeah, so you picked yeah. your last two. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Snake I, draft. Last two. Ooh. Um. Okay, for Epcot now, My back. I'm going to go with my backup that I had for Epcot here. 
uh, and that's uh, Lotus Blossom Cafe. Okay, that was never in danger, so you're good. Yeah, I I, I know it wasn't, but I really do (laughs) like this place. What's Uh, it called? Lotus what? Lotus Blossom Cafe. They. I think my wife goes there. They're pot stickers. Oh, yeah, she does. I I love the pot stickers there. The egg rolls. I, I haven't had the egg rolls before, but they look really good. The orange chicken is really good. I, I think I think like it's a pretty solid place, and they have this caramel ginger ice cream, and it tastes so good. I I really like how that how that tastes. So uh, I'll pick I'll pick that one up for for the different options there, and really for the pot stickers. I I I'm a sucker for good dumplings or pot stickers. They're that's like one of my favorite foods. I feel like. <sighs> And then last pick, God, what what do I go with for for last pick here? I feel like there's a lot of really good options, but you you can you can throw a flag on this for being not a not a not a quick service restaurant. But I click quick service, and it says that this counts. All right, so if I'm it says it counts, it. we'll count it. I'm gonna go with it. I'm going with the refreshment port at Epcot, which. Oh, that's one of my favorites. I, yeah, it, it has it has it has the chicken nuggets there, but the real reason I'm picking this is for the poutine because oh, okay. I I love poutine. Uh french fries, beef gravy and cheese curds. I I really like I really like that. It's a it's a good snack. Really fills you up. You get a lot of food for $7 with it. Uh so I I'll I'll pick that one. And also uh Food and Wine Festival during Food and Wine Festival. They have some really, really good options there uh, for to eat from, so I I think I feel good pay, picking that one. I I do see one other one that I could have picked, but we'll see what you you pick for your last ones here, or right, your last, last one. My your last, last one, one. Yeah. yeah, my last one here is ABC Commissary. Nice, yeah. I like that, eating there. One. I like the inside of it. They have some like actual cool like um i, I think they used, they used to i'm not sure if they still have they, this, they still i think they still like have the, some of the props they like there. the once in a yeah once upon a time costumes at one point i don't know if they rotate these they have like tvs playing sometimes right they, they have kind of cool stuff like that but i really fell in love with like the grilled chicken sandwich there that has like bacon and stuff on it um that's good and i think they have regular burgers too but um They've changed their menu a little bit, it looks like, but they've they've changed it a, a few times. Do they still I, have something that I will eat or should I, I change I, my pick? They have a so they have shrimp tacos, a chicken club sandwich, Mediterranean salad with chicken, buffalo chicken grilled cheese sandwich, pork carnitas tacos, and Mediterranean salad. Mm, so they really changed it, huh? Yeah. I, I know that my brother had the buffalo chicken grilled cheese sandwich before and he really liked it. Uh so there, there's that that that's really good, but they have changed it quite a bit. Well, I will say I'm taking the old ABC commissary because <laughs> I haven't tried any of this stuff. I would probably try the chicken club or that buffalo chicken grilled cheese sandwich sounds interesting, but um, yeah, I haven't been there since I guess, so can't really. I can't really assess it. Can't really assess it, but I'm I'm gonna pick. I I like. The, I'll pick it for the atmosphere right now. That, that's what fair. I'll do. Uh, that that's a good atmosphere pick. I, I, it it definitely has a lot there, but yeah. I. What were your man, runners I, up here? What were what was the one you just said that you? Oh, uh, another one that I could have picked. Uh, so 
I was thinking Animal Kingdom Satuli Canteen. Uh, it's not my favorite, but I know that uh, you know all of my family absolutely adores it. Uh, they, my my sister really loves the cheeseburger pods there. Hmm. Uh, but also, I was gonna say uh, Columbia Harbor House would have yes, been would have been that a good was one pick. of the ones I was thinking about too because they have the chicken strips there. They've they've got some good seafood, but they also have hush puppies, which I love hush puppies. They're like little corn, uh, little cornbread bites, basically. And man, I love that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know, what's another one I could put on here too. I like Pinocchio village house. Pinocchio village house is good. Those flatbreads are really good. I like the atmosphere too. You get to see out small world. Um, yeah. really great interior art on the walls. Um, yeah. I, Right they've, the got, they've got chicken too. strips yeah. too there. So yeah, they, they do. I know. Yeah, so <laughs> that's also why. <laughs> there you go. So there's a common theme there for, for all of Jordan's picks. Yeah, uh, if you, and you know if what's you're great? following along. You know it's great. All the chicken nuggets taste the same. That's what is it's like it's, it's <laughs> <That's> perfect. <true. laughs> it's a constant. You, you, it's good because you know, like, okay, if they have that, I will like the meal. Um, which can sometimes be a little risky. You know, I used to like the American Pavilion place, and now they're like all barbecue. I, I haven't tried it since they switched to it, but I, I feel like I should because I do like barbecue, but uh, I used to just... go there. I used to go there like when I worked uh, on program mm -hmm. and then on my second program, I think is when they changed the menu and they started adding different stuff for different States. I actually liked that a lot. It was like, they would have like the Maryland crab cake and they would have like Texas sandwich and the crab cake. All right. I ate it because I needed it to feel from home, but let's just say it wasn't full of a lot of crab meat because that'd be expensive. It's yep. a very cheap, watered-down version of it. But it felt like home, you know, being able to have a crab cake for a little bit. Uh, then they changed it again, and it started getting a little more barbecue-ish, and now it's like straight-on barbecue. And I'm not big on barbecue, oh, especially in like, I mean, like I'll have it, but like, especially in a theme park. I'm kind of worried about it upsetting okay. my stomach and stuff too. I'm okay, like, don't that, want to spend fair. the rest of the day in the bathroom when I'm here to like ride rides or see smash mouth in concert or whatever. <laughs> That's fair. I, I, I <laughs> love barbecue. It's, it's like one of my favorite food items. I feel like, you know, a bit like a, a slab of ribs with coleslaw. What do they have right now? I'm going to right now. They've got Memphis dry rub pork ribs, which sounds really good. A Kansas City smoked half chicken, barbecue burger, a regular cheeseburger, although it's on garlic toast instead of. Uh, oh, yeah, I had that. That was actually pretty decent. That does, a, a burger on garlic toast sounds pretty good. Uh, a Texas beef brisket sandwich, North Carolina chopped smoked pork butt platter. And then some salads. Oh, now that's uh, it was it was ruined when I saw mac and cheese. I do not like mac and cheese, especially not especially not from theme parks, but I just don't like noodles in general, which is, Oh yeah. You're weird. Yeah, that, That's right. Yeah. Hey, okay. Okay. I don't think you can, you can judge me <laughs> with all this, but they've got loaded burnt ends fries, which is fries with burnt ends, mac and cheese and onion rings. If it wasn't for the mac and cheese, if they were, if that was coleslaw instead of mac and cheese, that sounds perfect. I just saw some page, um, spreading misinformation so is it is it is it the normal page that spreads misinformation? inside the magic no yep no it wasn't that's oh, fired okay. it was oh. just disney on facebook oh okay okay 
Wow, that's shocking. I didn't know. I I didn't know. Usually, they took a picture. They took a picture of where the um, primeval world used to be, mm -hmm. and then they shared Shanghai Disney artwork of Zootopia Land, and they put Zootopia Land coming to Animal Kingdom, replacing Dino Land. That's not true. That's just not true. Five hours ago. <laughs> that's just not they true at that. all. And people like, were like, is this official? And I was like, no official confirmation. Yeah, that, that that's not official yet. Like, I feel like I feel like it probably it, I, it would I could see it happening. Right. Like, I know I know as much as you don't want to see it happen. If Iger does not want to get fired again, uh, <laughs> he stepped down last time. But if he doesn't want to get fired, he's not going to touch Dino. I have I, some sway. I, I think I think. I could see it happening. I I could see it happening, but I, I would rather it be like um I, I mean actually no. The Moana stuff they're they're building that in Epcot. They're building Moana stuff in Epcot. So Yeah, I think we talked about it during D twenty three, right? But but Moana doesn't make any sense for Animal Kingdom. Yeah, I make it if if they make it into anything, make it into Beastly Kingdom. Do that. See, see that would be cool, but keep like I don't know. I think then you could split you could, it you off. Keep, you could keep the dinosaurs. I feel yeah, like you could, you could keep, keep dinosaurs. dinosaurs there. Or I was gonna say you can split it off at like Chester and Hester's and have Primeval World to Finding Nemo as change, yeah, change, change Kingdom. Change the Finding Nemo theater. I'm I, I I get like I've I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed the show on several occasions, but also that was the worst place like, to work. I feel like no one goes there, right? Like it's it's so out of the way. It feels mm -hmm. like from everywhere else. Like, you know, people are usually either going to Asia for Expedition Everest, or they're going down to Dinoland for Dinosaur and and Dinorama. But they're that it's just an awkward place. I feel like for Finding Nemo to be in, uh, or just like I don't know, make a new show or something. I, I feel like you. you they used why, to rotate shows before, yeah. right? We used to have like Tarzan Rocks and right. Why why not make it? Why not make that Moana like a Moana show? If you if you're that adamant about having it in there, do that. Or like you could make it a Zootopia show for, I I guess like you could. I, I think I we have I, I just, think we have too like... much Nemo presence in the parks right now. Yeah, the, Nemo has two two rides like or two experiences, two attractions in two different parks. Yeah, like he's got Epcot. And that and, one's the better one because you can actually see the fish. Like right, you, you can like, go and like see the fish. You also have Turtle Talk with Crush. Like, that's so great. He, he has three attractions. Come yeah, on. like and he, he has twenty thousand leagues over in 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 Disneyland. In Disneyland, yeah. right? I don't know too too I like much Nemo, Nemo, but yeah, too, too much, much Nemo. Nemo. Come on, give 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 us something new. Like I I mean, I, I feel like here's a what you do. Show would so, here's what would be so you good. bring back the show. From the '90s, that had the Disney I, afternoon I stuff, and you okay, pop okay. it in there, so you get the Rescue Rangers, which are you know they had a movie recently. They have Ducktales. They had a show recently, Darkwing Duck. He's got a comic book right now. I mean, you're like boom, boom, boom. I as much as I would love that, I doubt most Goof kids. Troop. Most kids these days, I do not think know who Darkwing Duck is. He was in Ducktales. I think they know. Maybe, maybe, but I, I would, I, I would, 
I want more Tarzan presence. I want more Tarzan presence because less Tarzan presence. No, 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 no. There, there is no Tarzan presence right now. He has now. his tree over in Disney. No, 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 no. He, he deserves more. <laughs> Tarzan's like one of my favorite Disney movies, so that that's why. I like the soundtrack, but the, the sound- movie I, itself, I'm not. I, I told you that I think the soundtrack is one of my favorites. Well, but... I th- my my song with my mom for my wedding was the um, "You'll Be in My Heart." It's a good song. It's a good yeah. song, and you know, "Son of Man," great song. I, I had an uh, for for those of you who don't get the context, I had an argument with my friends about the best Disney soundtrack. Someone someone insisted it was Frozen too, which is just, I'm sorry, it's incorrect. It, Frozen's it's, pretty good. Frozen Frozen two has a pretty good one too. It's not the best though. Is it, that's no, that no, crucially? It's not, it's not the best. Uh, that's something we'll have to rank. That that that's that's a future tier list. Right there. Yeah, yeah. There you Disney go. Disney soundtracks. Disney soundtracks. Um, hopefully when StreamYard is working or something. <laughs> right. Um, or else it'd be uh, 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 I guess we could sc- screen share on here and actually yeah. I could edit it and make it look all right. But well, I guess this episode has come to its conclusion. Um, follow us on our socials. Those links are in the description that you can see there, but thank you all for watching or listening. We will catch you all next time where I'm sure we'll have another draft or some sort of thing. And then maybe some more catch up on news or a topic that we'll, that we'll think of. We're probably going to be what every other week or something. Um, to give us time to actually think of stuff <laughs> <laughs> or you know there, there's been random disney news being dropped like every other week it feels like now so yeah i'm true, sure there will be true. something there I, might be or, some park news now that may, maybe a, maybe another animatronic will will burn down maybe mickey will be a menace and burn down a, the other phantasmic dragon or something who knows yeah true <laughs> um or the like the the steamboat's gonna get a hole in it and they're all gonna sink or something into the into the foot deep the moat that's one foot deep or two feet yeah, deep. Yeah. <laughs> uh all right. Well thank you all for watching and listening. Have a great rest of your week. We'll catch you next time.